Great guest. Great first guest. Great kicking it off here. I mean, create Palm Springs. The weather is gorgeous. You know, Jimmy, yesterday I was on top of, I took a tram and I went on top of Mount 8,560 feet up. It was really awesome. It was just so super cool. We missed you up there. It would have been great. But I got to tell you, Jim, what? What are you going to say? I was going to ask you, how was the altitude? You handled it okay? You, yeah, the, you, my ears popped knees, a little bit. But yeah, no, it was great. Popped, knees, knees you know who wouldn't have liked it? Jillian would not have liked it. I'm so glad she's not here because she would have hated that thing, you know, spinning around. It was spinning. It was, yeah, it was not good. But I got to tell you, Jimbo, we got another great guest here. We are sitting here with some restaurant royalty. 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 We have Lauren Bailey here, CEO and co-founder of Upward Projects out of California. So she's very much familiar with this. Lauren, thanks so much for joining us. Before we dig in, we'd like to, to know how did our guests become where they are? How did you get to Upward Projects? Let's take a deep a deep tour back. We're going back to Arizona State. Uh-oh. It's 1985. It's Arizona easy, State. Easy. You're a freshman. Hey, hey, hey now, hey now, hey now. It's 1998. Yeah, you're a freshman a, at Arizona State. It was 2012. And you're saying, it was 2012. You're yes. a freshman <laughs> at Arizona State. You're a freshman at Arizona State. And you're saying, you know, I yearn and I yearn to be in the restaurant business. Tell us, how did you go from Arizona State working as a director of something very important over there into your current position? <laughs> First of all, it was not in the 80s. I was born in 80. Let me just make that correction. <laughs> That's what I meant. I meant you were born in Sorry, 1985, and then you're in Arizona State in 2012 as a freshman. <laughs> hey, Shachi, Shachi you, know why, you know why you say people don't like you? Because you lead in by putting, adding 20 some years on our desk. I meant that she was born in 1980. <laughs> Don't worry, Jimmy. I'm real clear on Shotzi's whole of it. So. Yeah, she's there got it. Go. She's got it. Yeah. You she's guys, got these coasters are my people. No, I did not choose. I shouldn't say I did not choose it. But basically, my dad stopped paying for my college. And my mom was like, look, you have to come home and go to state school or get a job. So naturally, I was like, wow, look at this PF Chang's place. It's so busy and I can work at night. It was the second one ever opened. And so I made a fake resume and went a lot, there, of, lot of experience, right? You had a lot of experience. <laughs> never been in a restaurant <laughs> and I got hired. And so by the end of the first training shift, the guy that was training me was like, um, You've never worked in a restaurant before, have you? And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I was like, no, but I really need this job and I will do anything. And he's like, all right, fine. And he like slams down this big binder on the table. He's like, you better memorize this and then come back tomorrow and I'll see how you do. And so I cruised by on my bike on the way home and picked up some no-dos for those of us that remember those days. Yes. One day, five-hour energy and stayed up all night memorizing all there is to know about it's Chinese about food. About P.F. Chang. <laughs> that yeah. must have been a big book because they're the real deal. They were the real deal. Rick Federico, God Among Men. And, you know, the best human ever involved from Brinker. So they they had no shortage of training materials. Yeah, I wouldn't imagine so. Yeah, that's awesome. That's a great that's a great story, huh? You know, I think especially the no dose, especially the no dose reference. We could have <laughs> added in the did you buy a six pack of Jolt Cola as well? Jolt. Jolt. Yes. When, 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 when double espressos just won't do. Here's I'm Jolt so Cola. game for bringing Jolt back. I mean, Tab was trying to make a comeback, but Jolt, I would do it. I love Tab. Listen, Lauren, I'm at the point in my life uh, and my career where I'll own up to the fact that I don't just have isms. I've got theories. I got sayings. I've got, I got, I, I, I got them, and I, I got ideas. Well, I don't have ideas, not, not, not original at least. But I got a lot of isms and sayings. I share them all the time. What I've learned that LB, if I can call you that, you too have some themes and lessons that you like to share with your people. To name a few, the early stages of starting restaurants are like starting a band. 
-hmm. Another one, think about raising capital when you don't need the money. And finally, you can't be everywhere at, at every time. Can you share a little bit more about these lessons you've learned? And what do you find vital for the emerging restaurateur? No, I think you, we don't realize it's a little like high school and college. You don't realize how awesome it is until you're no longer in it. You know, like I used to joke with my partner, we'd be like behind the dumpster drinking a beer and crying and then patting each other on the back and being like, all right, buddy, you got to get back out there. And you don't realize, you used to say to me, like, LB, these are the days we're going to feel the most alive. And I'm like, I don't feel very alive right now. In fact, I feel like I've been hit. <laughs> but it's really like I'll, I'll later and even now I feel like this to some degree, you kind of don't realize how amazing it is just being able to figure it out and pivot and do all kinds of different things. And you just have no other alternative than that. And I think that's really special and it's something to lean into. The band piece is about the Foo Fighters and they still to this day will say their best album was filmed when they were working in their garage before they had any resources. And I think that's something that's so true is that for all emerging brands and entrepreneurs is like you have a certain set of resources and you just have to figure it out. And usually if you're, if you keep going at it and keep swinging and something great comes from it. And I just have this glass half full kind of mentality. And you just have to have that when you wake up in the morning, pick up the bat again, when you've been hit in the face several times and a belief system that you'll figure it out. I think the biggest thing, like my biggest ism is like, what's the worst that can happen is like, that's what picks me up on the days of like, for taking risks, putting yourself out there, doing the thing, saying the thing, asking for the thing. It's like, what can you deal with what's on the other side of that? And 99% of the time you can. And I think we as humans just get really good at talking ourselves out of stuff. Maybe like, well, I'm not going to ask that person for help. or I'm not going to go up and talk to that person, you know, at a conference here. Mm -hmm. Because we just like are programmed to find reasons why we shouldn't or can't or aren't entitled to do something versus reasons we can. And what's the worst thing that happens if the person says no? I love it. I love it. That was one of the best answers I've ever gotten, Jim. Honestly, that was podcast gold. So oh, seriously, that was unbelievable. I mean, it was like so <laughs> above my head. My I was like, what the hell is she talking about? I have no idea. I have no idea what she's talking about. But it was it was mind blowing. I loved it. It was very California. It was very yoga, very zen. I loved it. How many restaurants do you have now? We just opened our thirtieth. Oh, thirty. And I'm a brands? waitress. You know, I love it. We have five brands. Five brands. But most 30. of those are Postinos. You know, Jimmy and I both started in the restaurant business in New York. Jimmy was a bartender. I was a bartender. And I got to tell you, we have some incredible stories that I, I just, they're just great things that happen in the restaurants, especially as a server or a bartender, you know. So you've got 30 stores now, five brands. Do you have some, what kind of great stories can you share? Was it, was the best stories? Was it when you were a server or is it now as you become an, an owner operator? Like when, when were you having the most fun? Well, I always have fun. I don't know if you know you this. Like I, I kind fun. of feel like Jimmy may have told you that I was trying to orchestrate a giant prank against you. No, that's something Jimmy would never tell I'm me. I'm still going to tell you yeah, this on Jimmy your Jimmy would podcast. never tell me that because he would want you so to listen, do the prank. Well, we are going to do it. Yeah, this is so, what's going to yeah. be even better about it is I'm going to tell you about the prank and then we're still going to prank you. And then I'll be have this reference point of like, I even told you on your podcast that I was going to prank yeah, but you. But I have, I have, I have ADDs. I have no idea. Exactly. I have no attention spans. I have no idea. So what you ever yeah, whatever you say in this podcast, I will not remember this tomorrow. Okay. I'm like a dog. <laughs> My point is though, is like, look, we're not saving babies. We're not doing rocket science. So for me all along the way, it was like, how do you have fun in the different avenues of life? And like, this is just sort of something I think that keeps that front of mind and keeps my team in like cortisol mode. 
in frontal lobe mode versus or out of cortisol mode, sorry, and then in oxytocin. And they've done these studies where I figured this out, which was galvanized all the reasons I needed to have more fun from science, which is that when people are in oxytocin in their brain and in their frontal lobe, they will always make better decisions. They'll perform better when they're in a sense of joy. They've done these studies with doctors even mm -hmm. that they will score better perform faster and all around better when they're in a state of oxytocin versus cortisol. So for us, even though this business is stressful, I think the fun part of it, that's your question, is yeah. like, what's the most fun is really important. And it's a really like, there's no panels today on like, how do you have more fun with your teams? Right. There should be, but there's not. And if I think that there was, was more- Was that a dig to create, Jimmy? I think, never. I think LB just gave a dig. No way, these guys are my fave. I'm just saying that it's not like a topic that I think people really like value for some reason, but if you think about it, when you're in a good mood or you're having a great day or you're laughing and feeling joy, you're going to perform better. You just will. It's a known fact. I, I got to say, we always in, in the restaurants, in our restaurants, we always say, you know, leave your problems at the door. And I'm not saying you don't have problems, but when you come in, you're on stage and, you know, we'll talk about it after whatever you want. But when you come in, man, you got to just be on and, and try and forget about everything, you know, and just have a great time. Yeah, I don't know if I say leave them at the door. I think that's kind of impossible. Or, like bring know, them along with you and I'll distract just, you with something better. Just compartmentalize it, like put it in the corner somewhere until later, you know, when we can talk about it. Yes, this is also my theory of men's brains are like um, those lockers with the squares, you know, and then women's brains are like the Ikea shelves where everything's out at all the time and we can grab it <laughs> interacting with each other and you guys are just able to do that. Yeah, more. where are women from and men are from? Like, aren't we from Venus, Venus and you're and from Mars, Mars or someone Venus else is from Venus and I'm from Mars, right? No, you know what made me pull up um, when I was pulling up here reminded me of when I was working as a bartender in Nantucket, saving my seed money for my restaurants, and Jimmy Buffett came into the chicken box. Those really? Those Nantucketers. You're leaving out a Jimmy Buffett story? I mean, come on. I have We're to. in Margaritaville. I know. So he rolls into the chicken box, which is like the cool bar of the area, and like all the people. Nantucket is a little bit like Dirty Dancing movie, but like more wealthy and more segregated, I would say, in some ways, of the people that live and work there year round and then the people who visit. And we, all the people that live there, go to this bar. So he rolls in this bar and starts playing all these songs. And it's a really small little bar. And he played Brown Eyed Girl. It was amazing. I'm not, I don't even know that many of the songs, but it was a pretty cool night. That was a fun night. We would, we would haul I mean, would imagine having Jimmy Buffett in there. Working in Nantucket, highly yeah. recommend 10 out of 10 if you're in that time period of life. It's such a fun place to be. You can make crazy money. And it was just, those are some of my great memories of restaurant business. Just there's, oh my God, there's so many. You learn, there's nothing else like it. Don't even get me on my soapbox. I'm just going back to like my days and Jimmy, you'll appreciate it, like bartending or working in a restaurant as a server. Don't you find that as soon as you start working, like you become best friends with everyone in the restaurant, like really quickly, not like other jobs. Like you, the first night there, someone's like, hey, we're all going out for drinks after and you, know, you go out and then you're like, it, it, like, within two weeks, you're best friends with everyone you're working with and you're, <laughs> you're hanging out. Hey, there's my new roommate. Married, Didn't you just meet pregnant. last week? That's my new roommate. Yes, yes, yes. It's just, it's really, it, it really is a fun business with respect to that. You know, that's awesome. I, I just hope with all of your stores now and with all of your concepts now, do you, do you still get that joy? Are you still, are you still able to do that? Or are you like, you're, you're, you have to kind of remain CEO kind of, you know, no, it's funny. Like, I don't think of myself like that at all. And I yeah. think sometimes they start out thinking like that. I always go to the openings. I go to orientations and I always actually ask them like how many people have met their best friend, significant other, long-term whoever how to business deal with someone they worked in a restaurant with right and it's unbelievable to me how many people will raise their hands it's got to be it's got to be 75 percent. is it jimmy jimmy what do you think is it 50 like how many people meet their significant other in a restaurant i mean come on not even just as working just even as a guest 
I could say at least from what I can what I can tell, I'm certain that at least 50% of the people I'm looking at, meaning you, Shads, met his wife, had yeah. three yeah. children as a result of working in a restaurant, and yeah. you were the manager, and Jillian was on the server team. So yeah. I, I know at least 50% on this call, meaning yourself, did just that. Hello, everybody. I've got to talk to you about something really important. It's about point-of-sale systems. Touch Bistro is an all-in-one point-of-sale restaurant management system. That is point-of-sale. That's POS, everybody. Touch Bistro is an all-in-one point-of-sale restaurant management system that makes running your restaurant easier, better, simpler. If it's better, it's simpler, it's easier. You're making more money. You're having a good time. Touch Bistro is providing the most essential front-of-house, back-of-house, and guest engagement solutions. All, listen to this, everybody, all on one super-duper powerful platform. Touch Bistro helps restaurateurs streamline and simplify their operations. It's allowing them to spend less time, allowing not them, you, allowing you, the restaurant operator, spend less time manually connecting the dots and more time connecting with guests and growing your business and selling more food and making everybody happy so they come back more and more and more. Hey, you know what Touch Bistro is? It's built for the unique needs of the restaurant industry. Touch Bistro, it's fast, it's reliable, and it's easy to use, and it has all the features that every restaurant operator needs to increase sales, deliver the best guest experience, that you can find and it'll save you both time and money time and money so listen visit touchbistro.com that's touchbistro.com and find out some more information by the way if you want you can email me at podcast at branded strategic that's podcast at branded strategic.com just put in shatsy touch bistro i'll connect you to touch bistro myself i will personally walk you to invite you to meet the CEO and he will get you set up on Touch Bistro. That's the kind of service they are. They are touch, 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 high touch. That's why it's Touch Bistro. Thanks, everybody. By the way, I have a question, Lauren. I'm going to jump into talking back, but I have one based on something you said earlier. I would say the following. I would think someone could attribute the word fearless to you, but my question would be, is that true? Is is that is that true that you're fearless? Or or is that is, is that something you is that something you exude, but you recognize that it may or may not be true? If I could ask that question, it's just it's something I sensed on this call. You you have this very much of a strength quality of fearlessness, but I wonder if that's also the reality of the situation. Mm, I think it helps that I'm 5'10 and redheaded. That just naturally, like, yeah, she's is, very tall, Jimmy. I also have like, jumbo heels on today, you know, just because why not? Go. I'm going to go with fearless then. Do I I'm feel fearless. fearless? I don't know. I guess it goes back to the whole thing of like quantify what's the worst thing that can happen. And then, you know, yep. in my mind, I'm not kidding you. I think about like, I'm like, oh, I'm going to take this big risk or whatever it is. Like, worst case scenario, I lose everything. I'll go back to bartending and I'm not going to starve. <laughs> I think that like on the regular in some way shape or form at least a couple times a week where i'll be like yeah i'm gonna go for it and there's some days i'm not gonna lie when i think about going back to bartending life might be pretty fun i was gonna say did you have you ever like 
as a, you know, like, what's that show, uh, like, the thing, The Undercover? You know what I'm talking about, Jimmy? Undercover Boss? Yeah, Undercover Boss. Did you ever, like, do your own, like, Undercover Boss, like, go and become a bartender? Or, like, you have so many restaurants. How many employees do you oh, yeah, have I didn't now? answer your question. So, at, when I start out, I think when I walk in there, they're all a little surprised because there's not a lot of female full-service restaurant CEOs. Mm -hmm. And then I talk to them. I sit with them. We spend time together. I've done every job there is to do in the restaurant. Yep. So I'm also always looking for shortcuts, innovations, whatever. So I ask them a lot of questions. And I think they're like from that moment forward, they're a little bit like, oh, th she's one of us. And then I usually try to tell the story of because it's one of my favorite things about the restaurant business. The restaurant business does not give a fuck if you've been to college, if you have a degree, whatever. It doesn't even care how long you've been in it. It's like, if you want to work hard and you're badass, you can ascend the ranks pretty quickly. And I always like to share with the teams that not only is anything possible with our company, but if they have aspirations to start their own business or do their own restaurant that they can, my partner and I literally are bartender and server and like scraped together the money and made it happen. And I just believe that in my whole heart. And it's like one of the things I love about it. So there's always like places to find joy. Yeah, no, I agree. But going back to the undercover boss, and do you ever go and like bartend at one of your places? I'm, okay, a true story. Like, yeah, I'm not even no, don't lie. I don't be lie. Like, you can lie to Jimmy. You can't lie to be me. Like, yeah, all the time. I wish. No. Okay, so one time I was working at Postino East, and our manager um, was walking with a whole bunch of wine glasses, and she tripped down the stairs and like really hurt her ankles, and she was like army crawling, trying not to break the glasses, and right. I'm like, Jax, I love you. And so I'm like, don't worry, I've got it. I'm going to run the ship. This is literally like five years ago. And she's like, okay. And she's in the back and her ankles all swollen. And I start, we do this board and bottle on Tuesday nights. And like the, the ladies of Gilbert, Arizona descend upon this restaurant. And we're on like a two hour wait. And I'm at the door and this gal will like put her name in. And like 15 minutes later, she's like, is my table ready? I'm like, sister, are you joking? And they're like, stop, you can't talk to the customers like that. And I'm like, well, come on, you just came back up here. And I'm like, fine, I'm gonna go over to the thing. I'm like comping stuff, bringing things up. And they're like, don't touch a thing. And then all of a sudden, one of my managers shows up and she's like, Eric called me, you can go. I'm like, oh my God, burn. <laughs> our, our cops have never been higher since. Lauren was like managing for the day. She's like, Jimmy, it reminds me of when I bartended. Jimmy always tells the story, like Shaz is a great partner. Everyone loved me. You know why everyone loved me? Because I never charged anybody. Yep. It's like two community. I'm like, get two credit, what are you? I, you'll get me next time. You get me next yep. time. I just give away whatever it was, you know. It the, I, yes, yes, yes. Jimbo, yes. take us home, baby. All right. So listen, Lauren. Well, we we love this podcast. We like asking questions. We learned along the way that sometimes our guests have a question for us. So here, let's kick into talking back. You'll have the microphone. You could ask us a question or two. And as I like to say, nothing is off the table. Lauren Bailey, LB, the microphone. Nothing is, is off the table. Do you know what you're no. yeah, Jimmy, you give it Lauren that. You can't do that. You got to keep the okay, this is what I'm going to propose. Hopefully. This is what I'm going to propose. I'm going to propose to you guys. I'm going to give you a series of questions, and we're going to see how well you two know each other. And the winner has to take the other one out to an expensive dinner. On Wednesday night. Choosing. On Wednesday night. Yes. Wednesday night. Right now, you that's, can that's choose. That's Jimmy's date night. You, you can't can go out on Wednesday You can choose the restaurant right now. Which one's it going to be? Yes. I will take Jimmy to uh, Barbunia. Okay. Jimmy, where are you going to take Shotzi? Shotzi's, Shotzi's going to lose, and he's going to take me to Coat. Okay. Ooh, I love that place. Uh, yeah. so you know, I didn't know we were doing it like that. I didn't know we were Do like, it. I mean, Cody, that's like $500 for the two of us to eat. Yes. You know? It's going to yes. love every minute. Uh, is one of our restaurants. It cost me nothing, you know? Yeah, that's oh, true. Pick a different one. All right. Uh, Jimmy, yes. I'll take in the colas, you know, classic up right. side. Bring a bottle of wine. All right. I'm Ooh, taking Jimmy Mandate, the mandate. Yeah, yeah. Okay. On okay. Wednesday, though, Jimmy. It's got to be Wednesday. The first question's for you. What is Jimmy's number one hangover food cure? 
If it's not food, it could be like no, something just, he does I, does I, to cure his hangover. Yeah, but I, I would just I, like I'm just gonna go JG Mallon. You know, Jimmy's going JG Mallon. Jimmy, that is just wrong. That is just wrong. It would be a delicious egg and cheese sandwich. Now, probably even from downstairs on uh, Daily Provisions makes a great Ooh, egg yeah, and cheese sandwich do. on a brioche bun. It'd be Pop nice. The color. egg, the sausage, or the, or the bacon. It'd be greasy. I mean, in a wonderful way, Mr. Danny Meyer, that would be my morning breakfast sandwich if I had too many libations the night before. That's a good one. Finish it off with so the color. You're hungover and you're going to daily provisions down by the office. Wrong. Just go ahead. <laughs> I, I mean, egg and cheese sandwich I'm getting. That's what I'm saying. Please. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> Jimmy, what is Shotzi's biggest pet peeve on the podcast? Oh, that's so easy. Oh, on the podcast? Oh, yeah. Oh, pet peeve. I would have crushed pet peeves. Oh, I got a solo pet peeves outside the podcast. But on the podcast, actually, I'll go with the following. If the equipment is not set up ahead and then he finds himself wanting to roll into the podcast, but he's dealing with mic checks and sound checks, especially if it's something he said maybe we should check in advance and we're doing it when the guests has arrived. Huge pet peeve that we're not ready to go when Chats is ready to go, even though he'll be late. This might have happened once or twice. Well, yeah, like today. Like today. Like today. That's, today. That's, That's an more. affirmative uh, point for Jimmy. Yeah. No, coat, yeah. Coat, coat, coat. Yeah. So I'm taking Jimmy to coat. All right. <laughs> as long as it's Wednesday night, Jimmy, I don't care. As long as it's Wednesday night. All right. We're going to give it Pants. I got to see how Jimmy tells Barbara he's going out with Shatsy on Wednesday night. That's going to be great. She's going to love it. Yeah, that's going to be great. All right. All right. Yeah, well, Shatsy, one? one more. Oh, there's more. You guys get more. You have a oh. chance to redeem yourself here. Oh, great. Okay. Okay. What is Jimmy? How does he take his coffee? Oh, Jimmy likes his coffee. No, he takes his coffee. He, he I remember, I've, I've gotten coffee for him. It's, you, guys, you guys are fake friends. It's black with a little bit of milk. Jimmy? And he doesn't take sweetener. Jimmy. He likes black coffee. He's laughing pretty hard. I like the answer is I like black coffee. The reason why that question cracked me up is Shatsy wants to ask me, he said, hey, I'm going to meet him. Can I get you a cup of coffee? I said, I yes, drink. hot black coffee. He got me iced coffee with cream and sugar. And I said, Shatsy, you didn't get one thing correct. I said, hot black. You, you know what, Jimmy? Just, it just seemed like such a refreshing drink that you should be drinking. You're going down in flames, Shots. With ice, I've tasted iced coffee with milk and sugar. It tastes like Hagen Dazs coffee ice cream. Who wouldn't like that, Jimmy? Like, yes. It I, was like, it I showed up. I know you wanted black said, coffee. It makes sense. It was like hot outside. It made no sense. All right. How'd you do this? Jimmy. Okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. Shots, does Shots want aisle or window seat? Oh, I'd pull up <laughs> travel sets. Aisle. He's an aisle every time. And if there's, ever, if there's ever a question of one of us getting the better seat, that's not a question. Somehow, <laughs> Shatz is like, Jimbo, you got the middle back or the window. Shatz always gets the aisle. And what about, what about, what about the aisle? Like, if there's an emergency room exit seat available, who gets that one, Jimmy? Oh, every time. Jimmy. It's, it's amazing. And, and, and if there's one of us getting bumped up, bumped up to Comfort Plus or Business or First, I, it's just always the luck of the draw. It's always shit. So but I would say, I don't, you know, Jimmy, I don't know. He's a travel planner. He probably has concierge key, too. Delta yes. in mysterious ways on their upgrades, Jimmy. I don't know why. 
Work Josh, on your status, you man. Work you on your failed. status. Jimmy crushed you. Yes. Jimmy, because Jimmy pays attention. I was going to say. I, really, <laughs> I don't pay attention to anything. I it's really don't. Yeah, I really don't pay attention. Uh, I got to work on myself. I got to work on a lot. Lauren, I got to tell you, it was really, you really opened up a lot here. I mean, this should be your podcast. Hey, I'm happy to visit with I you I feel guys like I owe time. you like 150 bucks for like just listening to me and Jimmy talk. It's fun times, you, you know? know. I'm sure I could get if we had yes. a cocktail version of this, like a hundred percent. All right, listen, let's just jump right into the spices right because Lauren's got to go. She's got like restaurants oh, to God. open and brands to do. We're going spices right. Create spices right. Create Jimbo. Are you ready? Let's do it. All right. So listen, I'm, I'm going to give you. I'm going to. You can't go over spices right rules and effect. So okay. I'm gonna. You're gonna guess. Okay. What is the price of a Dunkin' Donuts breakfast combo? The Dunkin' Donuts breakfast combo, Jimmy knows, he eats there all the time. It includes a breakfast sandwich, a medium coffee, black, and a donut of your choice. In New York City, what do you think the price is of that? That is the, I'll go over again. It's the Dunkin' Donuts breakfast combo. It includes a breakfast sandwich, a medium black coffee, and a donut of your choice. What do you think that costs in dollars and cents in New York City? I thought you were going to ask in, in like hospital bills from cholesterol. We'll go over <laughs> cholesterol after. By the way, Jimmy goes to Daily Provisions. I think we covered that. Oh, he doesn't. That's such a lie. <laughs> such a lie. He, he, li he walks by. He likes it. He yearns to go there. In New York, Check my I'm going to go with $5.99. $5.99. Jimbo, what is your guess for that combo? $7.25. $7.25. Jimmy is the winner. I told you no, what? Duncan. The $7.99 in New York City for that <laughs> Jumbo. And let me tell you, there's great value in that, Jimbo. Great value for that, Jimbo. all the calories you need for the whole day. It's all you need for yeah. the whole day. Like 4,000 <laughs> calories. It's even for the next day, too. It's even for the next day, too. Uh, Jimmy, little crystal ball moment? Little, little crystal ball moment. LB, when we come back to, to create two years from now, your Crestor and Miss Cleo hats, how do you see restaurants and dining just two years from now in relation to hospitality and tech? What do you think would be the hot things we're talking about? Things move quickly, but two years, hospitality and tech, what are you thinking? Hmm. And tech specifically? It doesn't have to be tech specifically, right? It's just like where we're going to be. Right? It doesn't have to be tech, right, Jimbo? It's wherever you think the hot topics when it comes to dying. Yeah, you're going to be talking in two years. Don't have to be tech. Take, take okay, I'm going to go on. Even up. though I'm extremely youthful, despite your collegiate timing mistake. I was um, off by 20 years. Come on, that's not bad. That's fine. In the grand scope of the world. Totally call Earth. my Botox lady. Like, supersize me. Um, <laughs> yeah, I guess get more Botox. I'm going to go OG here because I do believe in this. I think you're going to see a little bit of delevering from pushing tech onto guests. I think there's going to be a little bit of pushback where people want to interact with guests a little bit more. Like, we've we have and are going to continue to swing the pendulum a little too far. I'm just starting to hear, like, little inklings of, like, I called this restaurant to place an order and they told me to do it online. Or I want to ask a question and there's no server and I can't ask a QR code a question or I want a recommendation. And I think there's going to be a little bit of a pullback into the people side of things and wanting to have a little bit higher touch. I like it. I got to tell you, I've heard a lot of people complaining that restaurants don't even answer phones anymore they yeah. just go right to thank you for calling make reservations you know go to blah 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 and if or send us a note by blah 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 and 
a lot of people, they just have a simple thing, a simple question. But I, but I also on the other side, I do get it. You know, it's expensive just to have someone answer a phone to give you an obvious answer, like, you know, where you're located. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I feel like if someone's calling you to ask you, like, I actually called a store that will remain nameless the other day because I was in the center and I couldn't find it. And the guy's like, oh, it's across from this place. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, I'm not seeing this. And I call him back. I'm like, I know you think I'm crazy. And he's like, it's okay. Everybody calls all day long. And there are moments like you need that. And I just, I don't know. I think that that investment's going to pay off. I agree. No, I mean, look, at the end of the day, hospitality, you, you got to just, I think each concept, each restaurant, each, each hotel, every brand, you got to just find what's right for you and what the balance is, because I think there's great opportunities, like you said, for simple, for simple questions, like a chat bot and stuff like that, like where you're located and it's a chat bot and boom, I got it. You know, you really don't want someone to, to have to waste time for such a simple question like that. But the ability to, you know, push a button or push a, a number and say to speak to somebody, you know, you, you do yeah. sometimes have something really important. Maybe it's an event you want to book and it's a real specific question. But I agree with you that you got to make sure we have good balance, right, Jimbo? In restaurant. Like, I, I think the other piece of it is like, I was on this, this, I think that the one thing we will see a deeper dive on text or on um, tech side is that we're going to have these, like, rather than calling and waiting on hold, a couple of companies have done this and our industry is a little usually late to the punch on this, but mm -hmm. I was like interacting with Bed Bath & Beyond. And instead of it being like a, a, a chat bot on their website, it mm -hmm. just started texting me. So you could just respond when you wanted to. So I think that's going to get even better. Yep. And then the data side will get better. But if any of my team, if you're listening, if you told someone to go online and order something, you're going to get red rage. That's known Ooh. around the company. Red rage. Red Jimmy, rage. You know, what do you think that means, Jimbo? It's pure craziness. I genetic. I can't help it. Yeah. It's like I the Hulk you. moment, but for All redheads. Right, more, more severe than red rum. Yeah. I tell you, Jimmy, I'm a little nervous. I'm telling you, man. Is, I feel like, I feel like I might get red raged. I'm getting a little nervous sitting over here. Why do you think that, Chelsea? I don't know. You're scary. I'm, I'm, you're 5'10". You're very scary. You're very scary. I'm like a short little you're short. Always, you're very scary. <laughs> All right, listen, let's go Brandon Quickfire because Lauren's got to get out of here. All right, I'm going to ask you five lightning round questions. Are you ready? Yeah, do it. Favorite Jimmy Buffett song? I told you, Brown and Girl. Well, it's not his song, but I heard him sing it. Yeah, that's all right. It's, okay. it's, yeah, no. it's, it's very hard. Okay. Uh, favorite California-based TV show? Was it Saved by the Bell, The O.C., Sons of Anarchy, 90210, or The Brady Bunch? Saved by the Bell Saved all by the way. The bell. Zach Morris. Favorite song. California sports team? I don't do sports, really. I know. I make all these sports references in my company, and they know it's like total <laughs> BS. Jimmy, your favorite L.A. sport, California sports team? <laughs> Yeah, I'll go with the Lakers. The Lakers. Yeah, the Lakers. Lakers. Okay, the show with what's his name was pretty bomb. Oh, yeah. winning, time. winning time. Right? Yes, Jimmy knows. What's it called? Winning time on uh, HBO. The one about the Lakers. No, yeah, with hold on, hold on, chat. You watch this, Lauren. It's the winning time. See, I got it right, Chad. We're wrong about everything, Shotzi. Jimmy's the only one that's right. <laughs> okay. True or false? <laughs> I'm right. True or false? California's the only U.S. state with a Pacific Ocean coastline. False. What are the other two states? Oregon and Washington. No. Really? Nailed it, Jimbo. Nailed it. Nailed Correct. It. All right. If you were to challenge Jimmy or I to a surfing competition, who did better odds of beating? 100% you, just because I just want to whoop your ass. <laughs> it's hard to do that. Like, it's hard to do that, honestly. You know, I mean, someone's a little ant can whip my ass. It's not very hard. Anyway, look, I really appreciate it. Jimmy, last thoughts for Lauren from New York City? No, super excited by what you're doing, Lauren. We're thrilled to be part of your fan club and absolutely in your corner always. So, thanks, thanks for having me, guys. Go get me a crawler downstairs, Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy. Yeah. All right, thanks so much, Lauren. This is awesome. Appreciate you. Bye, guys.
Touch Bistro is an all-in-one POS and restaurant management system. That's a all-in-one point-of-sale restaurant management system that makes running a restaurant easier, super easy, providing the most essential front-of-house and back-of-house and guest engagement solutions all on one powerful platform. Touch Bistro helps restaurateurs streamline and simplify their operations, allowing them to spend less time manually connecting the dots and more time connecting with guests and growing their business. That's right, more time connecting with guests and growing their business. Built to meet the unique needs of the restaurant industry, Touch Bistro, it's fast, it's reliable, and it's easy to use. And it has all the features restaurateurs need to increase sales and deliver a great guest experience. And, and listen to this, it saves you both time and money. Visit touchbistro.com, that's touchbistro.com, and you will learn everything you need about one of the greatest point-to-sale systems ever to come to the market. I encourage everyone to go visit touchbistro.com, and uh, if you want to email us, just email us at podcast at and we'll make a direct introduction to the folks at Touch Bistro.